You're listening to Undetermined, Deaths, Disappearances, and Mysteries. I'm your host, Dr. N. Most of you have inevitably heard of the Loch Ness Monster, affectionately referred to as Nessie. What you may not know, at least if you're not from the west coast of the United States, is that Lake Tahoe also has its very own lake monster, known as Tahoe Tessie. Today, I will be describing this lesser-known cryptid, reported sightings, and possible explanations. First, let's talk about Lake Tahoe. It is the largest alpine lake in North America, and it's situated within both Nevada and California. It is the second deepest lake in the United States and 16th deepest in the world, with a depth of 1,645 feet, or 501 miles. There's enough water in Lake Tahoe to supply each person in the United States with 50 gallons of water per day for five years. The water itself is 99.994% pure, making it one of the purest large lakes in the world. Commercially distilled water is 99.998% pure by comparison. The lake was created after the last ice age, coming in at over 2 million years old, and it's considered an ancient lake, one of the 20 oldest lakes in the world. Tessie sightings date back to the Washoe and Paiute First Peoples. These people had respect for the creature, seeing it as a powerful being. They believed it was a living descendant of the turquoise water of Lake Tahoe, and it was rumored to live in the sacred area beneath East Shore's cave rock. These people feared the creature, believing to be capable of causing blindness or even death. They would not even speak its name out of fear something bad would happen to them. Sightings today are still reported. Beginning in the 1970s, many eyewitness accounts have surfaced of a snake-like creature surfacing and then quickly disappearing back into the lake. Many of those stories are pretty similar, lending some credibility to the existence of Tessie. Witnesses describe Tessie as having a length of up to 20 feet with an extremely small head that bobs up and down rather than side to side, as one would expect a snake to move. Jacques Cousteau, a famous oceanographer, reportedly saw Tessie in the 1970s, stating that it was something the public was, quote, not ready to see. He had brought a mini submarine to explore the 1,600-foot bottom and refused to release any pictures or data from his expedition. In 1982, two Reno police officers were water skiing off-duty on the lake. They claimed to have seen a smooth black object around 18 to 30 feet long on the surface of the lake, slithering like a snake. They compared it to the top of a Volkswagen bug. The officer who was in the water at the time reported that the creature came right up next to him. He was way too scared to investigate exactly what it was, so he made a beeline back to the boat and out of the water. Unfortunately, no one took their reports seriously, and eventually the two moved away from the area and never spoke of the sighting again. Other witnesses wished to remain anonymous, fearful of the same backlash that they could receive for reporting such a strange phenomenon. 
Anonymous witnesses claim to have seen Tessie in 1979 feeding on a school of trout. They claimed what they saw was 30 to 60 feet in length and as thick as a telephone pole. Its movement wasn't similar to that of a serpent, though it was rather diving down with its head after the trout. Other fishermen have reported seeing 15-foot-long serpents underneath the surface of the water. In the late 1990s, a kayaking instructor thought he saw a kayak flip and sink out over the water. So he went out to investigate, but he didn't find anything, and all of his students were accounted for, none having flipped at that time. In 2004, a picture was taken of a black hump in the water by a witness who claimed it was the top of the creature's head. In 2006, a family saw a large black creature with no scales, looking a lot like a sturgeon with an upturned white nose near the shore. The creature didn't move how they expected, but more like a mammal, up and down. There have been so many accounts that in 2004 there was a global conference held in Lake Tahoe discussing unidentified swimming objects, otherwise known as USOs. The seminar discussed past eyewitness sightings by scientists. Despite the fact that there are numerous similar accounts, there are still those who are unconvinced of the existence of such a large unidentified creature. Some people believe Tessie is a Jurassic creature, similar to ichthyosaurs, pliosaurs, plesiosaurs, or mosasaurs. Many dispute this theory, however, as Lake Tahoe had formed after the last ice age, which was long after these creatures were extinct. If it isn't one of those, then it could be a massive sturgeon or even a new species of freshwater eel. There are some interesting scientific theories that many have touted over the years to explain the multitude of Tessie sightings. One of the more prolific and widely accepted theories against the existence of Tessie is that of Charles Goldman. He's the founder of the University of California. Goldman believes the sightings could be explained by pareidolia, which is the tendency for having an incorrect perception of a stimulus as an object. Basically, it explains why we see shapes in clouds, faces in inanimate objects, think Jesus toast, or hearing hidden messages in music. More on that in an episode of The Forensic Files, my other podcast, coming soon. Goldman also believes it's most likely a mirage caused by temperature changes in the water. He's quoted as saying, the difficulty with verifying the existence of lake monsters is that you can prove something is there, but you can't prove something is not there. His issue is that most people's accounts don't include a head or a tail. They're mostly just dark objects in the water. To prove the sightings could be explained by inanimate objects, Goldman conducted some experiments. He had one where he created a photo of Tessie by capturing a splash from rocks thrown into the water. He had another experiment where he created a photo of Tessie that showed a series of humps in the lake that were caused by waves. And this can happen even when there are no boats around. Boats could have caused the waves hours beforehand, 
but the waves can come back and amplify, causing some of the reported sightings of the big black humps emerging from the lake. Goldman spent much of his life trying to debunk many Tessie sightings and genuinely looking for evidence that both Tessie and Nessie exist. I don't think he's a cynic per se, trying to ruin everyone's fun. I think he's a scientist doing his job, which can come across as a bit of a killjoy at times. There's also a belief that people could be mistaking a large breed of known fish for a monster. Some people believe there could be a prehistoric creature lurking in the depths of Lake Tahoe, but this wouldn't be possible again since the lake is too young to hold these prehistoric creatures. Though Goldman admits he is a fan of the large sturgeon theory. Some sturgeons have actually been known to reach 1,500 pounds and live up to 100 years. They could have been introduced with fishing stock over the years. And in terms of being able to sustain such a large creature, there are over 5,600 prey fish in Tahoe, so a massive sturgeon would have plenty of food. It's hard to tell whether the commercial image of Tessie developed out of these stories or whether more sightings and stories grew out of the commercialization. It might be a little bit of both. Genuine sightings of an unidentified object in the water led to the moniker Tahoe Tessie. The creator of the commercialized Tahoe Tessie agrees with this interpretation. He had his own creative vision of the monster, growing up hearing stories about it, so he came up with a catchy name, Tahoe Tessie, and even wrote a book about the creature. It caught on pretty quickly, was very popular, and could very well have influenced the way people looked at the water when they were visiting, feeding into Goldman's theory that we are merely personifying inanimate objects and filling in the gaps with information that we've already been exposed to. So is Tahoe Tessie real? I don't know. There's so much we don't know about the depths of this ancient lake, similar to the depths of the ocean. I wouldn't be surprised if we identify many more aquatic species previously unknown because of the limitations of our current technology. There may very well be a creature like Tessie living in Lake Tahoe, but as of now, there's no hard evidence, but it's impossible to prove Tessie doesn't exist either. Until we have that evidence, this case remains undetermined. Thank you for listening to episode eight. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Please let me know your thoughts on the case through Instagram at undeterminedpod or by emailing me at undeterminedpod at gmail.com. If you have an undetermined story of your own, I'd love to share it on the podcast. Please email me at the link in the episode notes. If you'd like to support this podcast, please subscribe, download episodes, and leave a review. And as always, stay curious. All episode content was researched, written, and produced by me, Dr. N. Sources for all episodes can be found at the link in the episode notes. All music you hear on this podcast was written and produced by me, Dr. N.